is happening. <laughs> it says we're live. We are. Hello. Welcome to the <clears throat> Queen of Nerdum uh, podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Tay. What's up, y'all? Welcome, welcome. Um, so this is our first episode. We're um, working on several wrinkles, if you will. But um, I think most importantly, uh, Taylor and I wanted to share the reason why we wanted to do this podcast. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know if there's any other ladies out there who kind of felt like you've been outcasted by other females because you don't really watch the the same TV shows or not into the same things that they are. I know I have been for a really long time. And <clears throat> and through Facebook, I have found other like-minded people. My favorite being Taylor. So yeah, we share a brain. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um, I remember like being in, in high school growing up and all these people are going out watching all these TV shows. And you know what I was doing on Friday night? I was waiting for the next episode of X-Files to come on. Okay. Yeah. Or watching Buffy or whatever. That's what I used to do. Okay. I wasn't, okay. I wasn't, I wasn't going out and doing stuff like that. So I totally I agree. Guess, <laughs> right. So I guess my goal is for the other ladies like us to, um, yeah, not that desperate housewife shit either. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. So <clears throat> anyhow, um, Tyler and I wanted to kind of create a safe space for other chicks that are like us, that are into weird things, that like sci-fi, that like horror, that like nerdy stuff. So, Because we're definitely yeah. different. I know. So Taylor, for me, uh, my background is that my dad and uh, so my parents were very welcoming of like my lifestyle. Um, and let me be pretty much as free as I needed to be, um, growing up, you know, watching Powerpuff Girls and then Kim Possible and continuing to like watch, um, just kind of like cartoon shows and stuff. Um, I watched X-Men and uh, everything, uh, growing up. Um, we watched Lord of the Rings, uh, so that we had family movie nights. We would go to Blockbuster. I know aging, right? Um, I would go to Blockbuster and we would pick two movies, one for like my mom and dad, and then one for uh, all of us to watch together. And then that second one, we would also choose like candy, like to watch together at Blockbuster. You know, they always had their concession stand. Um, so then we would just like grab everything and then just uh, go ahead and go to the like the cashier stand or whatever and then um, would get the stuff and then go and then like Saturday night would be our night to just be a family and have our movie nights. So it was just super awesome um, to do that. And then it just kind of made me feel like an outcast as like when I was going through high school, really, um, because, you know, girls are like makeup, hair, like, oh, all of these things. And I'm like, that's not me. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's not me. Um, the oh, hi, Ariel. Yes. Hello, sweet girl. I'm sorry. My dog's here. Um, so. Yes. Thank you. Um, so, um, so what exactly like happened is that like, I just felt like an outcast, but like I had my nerd stuff there for me to get me through it. So my video games, my 
sci-fi and stuff. So that's just kind of like a background. Um, sorry, a little vent session as well for me to just kind of tell you about who I am, um, but very welcoming and open-minded for other people. I love it. I love it. I know I used to, uh, used to get the TV guide in the newspaper and I used to just look up all week long, like my favorite shows that would be on sci-fi. Okay. I, I used to get into it. I used to love that. I'm like, what shows are coming on? Like, I got to watch that. What's <laughs> My parents thought, probably thought I was crazy. But. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> uh, Taylor and I tried to think of a topic that um, we thought everybody would enjoy our first kind of go around. It's just kind of, I don't know, touching on something easy. So we thought about uh, talking about X-Men heroes. Um mostly women because i feel like there's with, with a lot of the x-men movies i think i don't think their powers i think a lot not just for women but for guys too a lot of their powers aren't really shown enough and then kind of wanted to touch on that and like some of the background stories and things that the i feel like the movies didn't get right so without further ado <clears throat> so, intro time intro time which i don't know how to do oh Okay, we're about to try to figure this out. I'm sorry, we're this is our first time, and we're just, I don't, I don't know. Okay, fuck the intro. Let's go. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you wanted to talk about Nightcrawler. Yes. So. Um, yes. So, first things first, obviously, uh, we're part of the SNN uh, Saturday Night Nerds. Um, we are the... Uh, what do we say? The Queens of Nerdum, um, something that we kind of came up with that we really like, or Quan for short, Q-O-N. Um, I just kind of called it Quan. Um, but like, it's definitely awesome to be here and to be part of the uh, Saturday Night Nerds and to just be here and support each other to just, you know, have our nerd shit. So uh yes sorry to go into like nightcrawler uh <laughs> i did want to talk about nightcrawler and i think he's actually the only dude that we're talking about if i'm correct yeah i actually think so that's yeah. the only dude we're talking about not that we don't have love for the other dudes but you know he was one that was severely underrepresented in the movies right exactly and like so like i was saying as like growing up you know my dad he showed us X-Men and at first, honestly, I didn't get into it. Like I didn't like the narration at the beginning and I was like, this isn't it. <laughs> this isn't Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls could just go zero to a hundred like super fast. Cause they only have like a 30 minute, like, you know, show or whatever. Whereas right. this one, it just takes like forever. It feels like to just get into like what we want. So then, um, you know, it definitely, like, was great to, like, start seeing the action happen. And I remember one of the first scenes that I saw Nightcrawler, and I vividly remember, was him, like, transporting, and sorry, teleporting, not transporting, but teleporting, like, all throughout the, what was it, like, the, the White House and the Oval Office. And I just was like, oh, this is so cool. He's yeah, got like, this little, was, like, mist. That was, like, like the opening on. scene, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah so that's what exactly Yeah, they talked about it in the chat. They said that the dude showed up in X-Men 2 and fucked up the White House. Yeah. So yeah, literally. Yeah, like, oh, right? <laughs> yeah, and you were like, 
So X-Men 1, it starts out kind of slow, but like X-Men 2, it was like, let's go hard. Like, yeah. let's do this. And then that's awesome. what happened. Yeah. yeah. And his tail, I loved how they uh, they did show his tail. Like he used it like a weapon too. Yeah, exactly. And he used it to like pick up like a piece of paper or something from what I remember. Because it was like like the like little dagger at the end of it. So <laughs> I know. He like whipped everybody's ass. Like, I man, that uh, Secret Service man, they got their asses handed to him that day, I swear. They really did. <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah so but like i also thought it was cool because like he kind of like also is able to have like adhesive like sticky hands and feet so he can kind of oh, like, yeah so um through a little bit of research that i did um he has the ability to teleport but also can um use like walls and stuff to like kind of crawl about it apparently swanson danny swanson she said that uh the animated series showed him doing a lot more, a little more justice, um, but still could have shown more. So apparently. Which, which one is that, Danny? Yeah, which Danny, go ahead and let us know about that as soon as you um, get a yes. chance. But like, what about you? Like, did you, um, so you said that you saw that like the, the opening scene of X-Men 2, right? So. He's, <clears throat> When I like when I watch that, all I could just remember is this: Wow, this is how they're gonna start X Men too. Like right off the cuff, like you bring in like a new character, and he comes in trying to assassinate the president, I think, and then like just whips everybody's ass. And and <clears throat> you know, if you're not familiar with the comics at all, yeah, you don't even know who this character is. So it's actually kind of risky on their part, especially if you're not familiar with the comics. But it, I think it delivered really well. And I, the, one of the things that I always liked about Nightcrawler is, you know, how he has um, kind of like burner like tattooed in his flesh, like all these like holy symbols because he feels yeah. like he's evil. And if you go through some of the comics, he's actually one of the first people who actually learns Logan's real name. Mm -hmm. Like everyone else calls him Wolverine, but um, I can't remember which one it was, but he finds out his real name is Logan. And he's actually probably one of the the kindest um, X-Men there is and truly cares about all of them. And I, I feel like he's, you know, probably one of the, like, unsung people who's kind of like the glue, whether they, like, really realize it or not. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> I know, um, speaking of... Uh, transporting and moving about in weird ways. I wanted to kind of talk about Shadowcat. Okay, yes, as Kitty Pride as I know her, but yes, yeah. as you uh, so said about Shadowcat. So tell me about Shadowcat. So Shadowcat, so we see her in um, X-Men, what did Danny say? X-Men Evolution, I believe, is the one that has him more. Okay, I'll check that out, Danny. Thanks for that. Yeah, okay. I saw that on, uh, I can't remember which one it was, but yeah, I'll have to check that out so I can see some more Nightcrawler. Um, but anyways, the, uh, the first time that we see Shadowcat is in X-Men The Last Stand. Um, she's played by, well, now Elliot Page. And um, her phasing abilities are just absolutely impressive. Yeah. Now, what actually I learned about her phasing abilities is that her atoms will actually pass in between the atoms of another object is how she does it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Isn't it? 
Yeah, was, that's super interesting. Right. I got my dork on and I was like, I'm gonna have this phasing stuff. So yeah. I actually read on I, I read up about it because I was like, I don't know. It must be just my my brain where I'm like, well, how does she do it? So yeah, that's how she yeah. does it, is like her atoms. And she has to be really careful not to actually unface herself in like solid objects because it actually okay. can take a lot of damage, so to speak, doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and actually, this ability actually enables her to um, walk on water and actually um, appear to like levitate. So she can actually walk on air. Oh, okay. So she kind of has like the type of flying-ish capability kind of, in, kind a of in a way. Yeah, in a way. The, yeah. the way that her, uh, her phasing abilities do. And um, I know that uh, reading some of the uh, comics, I believe when she were, first got to one of the X-Mansions, she went through the, um, are you familiar with the danger room that they have? I think they showed it on, I believe, X-Men 2. Maybe? I think. It's been a hot minute since I've actually like watched those movies, to be well, honest. First, their training room. I actually played the um, one of the X-Men, uh, I think it's X-Men Legends video games. Okay. And that's where I'm more familiar with like the, the danger room where they basically set it up to train um, the different X-Men and it kind of challenges their special abilities, make them think and not always use their special abilities all the time. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, she actually defeated it pretty quickly. And I think they had said like Professor Xavier like spent weeks like trying to like set this danger room up against her and she the like wild. Yeah, and she like blew through it and I'm like, that's my girl. That's my <laughs> like phases <laughs> So um I'm glad somebody brought up days of future past. So the if you look at the difference between the the movie and what actually happened in the comics. So to my knowledge, that's not actually an ability that um, Shadowcat uses. And in the movie, you see Wolverine is the one that actually has his consciousness that is um, put back into like a younger version of his self. And I believe the goal was to prevent Senator Kelly from being um, assassinated because he's ultimately the one that built the Sentinels that um, hunt down and killed the X-Men, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's actually Shadowcat and the comics that goes back. And the person that actually sends her back is Rachel Summers. Rachel Summers is Scott Summers, Cyclops's, um, I believe she's his sister, but um, she's the one that has that ability. So she sends Shadowcat back to okay. prevent um, Senator Kelly from um, being killed. Because that was the dude that was all like, I hate mutants and like death to mutants, but then turned into the mutant in X-Men too, right? That became yeah. like the water. Who just like, who just like dissolved. Yes. <laughs> he like blobfish, I'm sorry. Like, he, looked, he straight up looked like one of those blobfishes that like, I was like. Oh. Yes, or like literally, um, you ever seen like, uh, what is it? The, it's the Aliens movie with like the gigantic like female, you have kids. The, yeah. the gigantic female, her name's like Susan or something. And then they have like this blob that's like, I forgot how to breathe. Nope, I'm good. You don't remember. Oh, I'll yeah, have to. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I'm. <laughs> Monster versus aliens. Yeah, Thank I'm you, honey. I'm good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so stupid. 
<laughs> yeah, it's monsters versus aliens. That's right. I was like, I'm trying to play. No. I was like, I was like, see, I should know that because my son would be like, Mom, if if a comet hit me, would my hair turn white? And I'm like, what? No. What? Oh, oh, the movie. Yeah, yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, we will. yeah. We will. Okay. Yeah, for sure. That's makes, exactly how that happens. Sometimes they ask you questions and it makes my brain invert. And I don't really like, I can't process information. <laughs> sorry. But anyway. I'm sorry. We totally went off topic there. <laughs> My kids, y'all know how it is, right? Like, kids, the kids kill you sometimes. But anyhow, um, but anyways, um, <clears throat> there's actually a um, going on more through the comics, um, Shadow Cat. Uh, you know, sometimes the X-Men, like, go into space. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. aliens and stuff, right? So mm -hmm. she has this dragon-like alien creature called Lockheed. Now, the only time that we have ever seen Lockheed was in the New Mutants, which we'll touch touch on the, that character later. But Lockheed is, like, this little dragon creature, and he actually bonds with her. And he actually helps her fight. Ooh, yeah, kind of like the Game of Thrones over there. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah she's like the original Daenerys, kind of. She's right? Little, she's a Targaryen. She's got yeah. Targaryen. Wow, I'm sorry. She's like the brunette Words. one. Yes. Re <laughs> represent brunettes in here. Um, <clears throat> but he he actually um, ends up bonding to another character. But we'll, we'll talk about that later. But um, <clears throat> anyhow, um, which leads me to uh, Storm. Yes. I know you wanted to talk about our goddess, Storm, because she's, so, she's amazing. Yeah, so this is my ultimate, like, when I first watched X-Men, this was my favorite character. Um, so, like, I always loved the fact that, first, Halle Berry. Like, the actress herself, like, Halle Berry is a fox. I'm sorry. Like, I just got to say it. She is just awesome. beautiful. And even, like, as you saw her in John Wick, what was that, three? It was John Wick three. Yeah. And, like, yes. And it, it just came out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, my God, that's Halle Berry. And she still looks amazing. Yeah. So I had to say that. But um, on top of that, when I was doing research about her, because I was like, okay, cool. So I know that she has the ability to control, like, weather, as we saw in the movies. But not only that, but we saw in another movie um, when she was with Professor X and they were trying to get, like, the uh, mutant kid of oh, – what is his name? Anyway. No, he's trying to get – like, the – or something is that the yeah way? they were trying to get like them to use like the <laughs> tenel, uh, the um the brain thing to like see all the other mutants right so yeah thank you <laughs> um <laughs> words <laughs> words are not my greatest thing <laughs> i'm sorry in advance this is hard <laughs> so um so and that like um they were using the Cerebro to uh, find the mutants. And then she was making it like super cold in there to make it kind of like um, cold for them to like be like, all right, like I'm going to die or I have to like tell them about this new um, like about what's going on. So uh, yeah. she like so that like part of the movie showed that she had like 
immunity to extreme temperatures, but I never really actually like thought about it until I was reading um, about like who she was. And it was like, not only is she like good with cold, but she's also good with hot. So like, it's literally any temperature. And then she also controls the weather and that's what makes her fly. So I thought it was also just like the fact that like she could just fly. No, she controls the winds and the winds like make her fly. Um, yeah. So it's a different kind of flight. It's like, yes. yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So then um, to go into another thing, a little thing that I nerded about when I was <laughs> researching her is yeah. that there is a comic about her and she's the goddess of thunder. And I was like, this looks interesting. Let me I research it. So, yes. So, yeah. we're going to get into it. Okay, so, um, Loki, so, you know, Thor's, like, brother, Loki, uh, okay. gave her Stormbringer. You know, the hammer? Really? Yes. And that's what gave her powers. So, she was, like, powerless. Loki um, gave her the Stormbringer, and that gave her the powers. So, she then became the goddess of um, thunder. And she is apparently classified above above omega level. Thank you for that. Um, But like, yeah, she became like the Asgardian. Like, it's just, I really hope that the um, that the Avengers and they eventually bring in like the X Men because I've been hoping for it for such a long time, and then I just read little tidbits of information like I just shared. And I was like, oh, my God, one day they're going to do it. And they started doing it with Deadpool, conveniently. That's, like, the shirt that I'm wearing. You can kind of see it <laughs> a little bit. Not really. Um, <laughs> so um, that is literally, like, one of the things that I'm looking forward to is them incorporating all the characters, which is really cool when we watched, um, what was it, uh, Doctor Strange 2? where they they showed like a little bit of characters from the multiverse and then you had like you know Jim Halpert and I'm a big office fan for oh, anybody who knows it. me love the it. office yeah. is like <laughs> my go to but anyway um so yeah I'm just like really curious to see what they all bring in Absolutely well <clears throat> I know Marvel um well I guess that would be Disney regained the the rights to the X-Men Yeah so I, I don't know what exactly they're they're planning, but I, I kind of feel like it's careful planning with considering mm-hmm. they, they did that down in like 2019. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they take care with it and do it appropriately. So yeah. we shall we shall see. But it kind of mm-hmm. sounds like from what I've read, and let me know if you read anything different. It kind of seems like they're probably gonna be do like the X-Men reboot. I don't know if they're going to make the characters younger, but I mean, they're definitely going to have to get new characters because as much as I love Hugh Jackman, I mean, he's not going to be able to like play Wolverine forever. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure he's done playing Wolverine, but like that comes into the whole, like, who do you see as like the next actual Wolverine? That one is going to be a hard one. I think to top. What are your thoughts? I don't know. I like that. I think his name's Taron Egerton. He was in the, um, what was he? What the Kingsman? Yeah, a kid that was in the Kingsman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He also he played. Um, shit, I'm drawing a blank. I think he would he would do a really good job, and I think there's a lot of fans that um, 
you know, we're really hoping that he takes it, but we'll see. I mean, so far, all the people that they've casted in like the Marvel movies, like I haven't had any issues with them. You know, yeah. I think I think they do a good job. Like whoever is in charge of that, I think they're doing a good job with casting. Absolutely, so. yeah, one hundred percent. Actually, there's somebody in the chat that said that Hugh Jackman's supposed to be in Deadpool three. I haven't heard anything about Deadpool three, but Deadpool two was the one that pulled in the X Men. Right. So I didn't even know that Deadpool 3 was even an announced thing yet. So the fact that they already said that Hugh Jackman, I remember that there was like a right. weird trailer thing that I remember mm -hmm. about Deadpool and Hugh Jackman being together. Um, so that's exciting that Deadpool right. and Hugh Jackman are apparently 100% going to be together. So that's, that's really dope. So apparently Hugh Jackman is going to be in Deadpool 3. I think his relationship with Ryan Reynolds is hilarious. I watch videos where they just absolutely troll each other. So I kind of wonder if Ryan Reynolds like was like nagged him so much where he finally uh, agreed to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? I kind of. I like could. Maybe. I could see that happening. So Willie's in the comments and he asks like what we're talking about. So uh, real quick to recage, we're talking about our favorite X Men. Um, characters for those that you that are now just joining we talked about so far nightcrawler shadow cat and now we're um in the storm phase um which kind of went into the x-men and marvel uh meetup because we were talking about the goddess of thunder with um storm being the goddess of thunder with loki so that's where we're at <laughs> yeah that's super yeah i didn't i didn't know that about storm i yeah learned me something new apparently i need to need to read up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Like, I cannot wait to see, like, what they do with Marvel because there hasn't been a point where I'm not amazed with what they do. And I'm always just, like, super surprised. Um, so, because, yeah. Because even when they, they put out a movie that people don't like it, I always, I still like it or I find something that I, I do like about it. Yeah. You know? But I don't know. We'll, we'll see. So <clears throat> I know we had a special person that we saved for last, but the more I read about um, Ileana Rasputin, so she is uh, uh, magic. The more I read about her, the more I was just like, damn, man. You got to tell me about her now because I don't really ass. know a lot of information. Tell me. So, tell me how she's badass. So... <clears throat> so did, did you watch the new mutants? No, no, I did not. No, oh god, you gotta watch the new mutants. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so, I I know that the new mutants went through like a lot of like reshoots and they they had a lot of issues and like production and like like doing reshoots and stuff. And I was kind of sketchy like going in. I know Will. Me too, dude. I love I love magic. So. Magic is actually Colossus's sister. Okay. 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 So you see her in the New Mutants. She play. She's played by um, what's her name? Anya Taylor Joy. Okay. You remember her from Split? Yeah. Like, she's on like the Queen's Gambit. So I absolutely yeah. love her. To begin she with. is an amazing character, like an amazing actress. Sorry. So she her, she's every single time we see her in anything. She was in uh, The Witch as well, if you've ever seen that horror movie, Black Phillip. Yeah. I Girl, didn't 
I had a, you know, you know, that baby in the beginning. I was like, nope. <laughs> I turned it off. I turned it off. Dude. It's the voice of Peach. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Right, I got to agree right. with Willie, though. Like, sometimes the New Mutants is a little hard to watch. But, you know, I really like the characters. Like, Willie hit, like, nail on the head. Like, I really, really like the characters. So, Magic was my favorite. Okay. Um. So, like I said, she's... Colossus's sister. Okay. Um, so Storm actually trained her and okay. trying to use her like um, magical abilities. And then Shadowcat taught her her physical abilities, right? Okay. <clears throat> so in the movie, you see her like all of a sudden she just whips her arm out and, and all of a sudden you see this sword. And I was like, damn, man. Well, wouldn't you know that sword actually has a name? It's called her soul sword. Oh, so. Yeah. Is it like a part of her arm or is it like an actual like sword sword? So it's it's a manifestation of her life force. Okay. Digest. digest. Okay, I'm digesting. So, I'm, so, I'm gathering the information. <laughs> so it's basically her life force that she creates a sword. Okay. okay. As time goes on, she's able to um, summon a something called an Eldritch Armor. So you see it a little bit and it kind of like comes over her shoulder. Okay. Okay. But in the comics, it kind of ends up encasing her body, like armor. Nice. So this is actually like her life force that creates this eldritch armor. Okay, okay. She's, yeah. So <clears throat> some of her other abilities is like she's pretty immune to like telepathic probes. So that kind of knocks off like all your telepathic yeah, and psionic attacks and, and stuff like that. Like she's, she's immune to him. She is like this awesome sorceress. Like I think at some point, like professor X even said, like, I can't help you. Like you're more of a sorceress than, you know, than I can help train you. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So in the comics, she rules over this place called limbo where it's like this um, realm I think they ended up calling it the other world, but there's like demonic um, entities that live there. Okay. Now you see this in the new mutants and they don't explain it. Like whenever she like opens up a portal, that's supposed to be limbo. And this is actually where she rules. She actually fought <clears throat> this guy and took over ruling this area. Okay. Yeah. Hell, hell adjacent basically. And the thing that they, they, I really wish they would expand on her character because do you remember in Doctor Strange where he's fighting Dormammu? Like he needs that time stone. Yes. He needs and that then he just constantly keeps on like fighting him. Right. Dormammu's like, I can't stand this anymore, man. You're annoying as fuck. Like, <laughs> but, right. But magic defeats him. So she has uh, another part of her um, that's called a dark child. So when she basically lets a dark child take a take over which is basically like her demonic side she's basically like undefeatable she actually defeats dormammu dormammu was trying to come into limbo and yeah. take over to help with um his dark world and you know at first she was like oh shit man like dormammu's here what the hell and then she's like all right so dark child takes over and she like wants his ass like kicks his ass Damn. and <clears throat> and some people might not like this, but according to some comics, that she can actually beat the Scarlet Witch. Really? Because Scarlet Witch is like hella powerful. Well, I mean, Scarlet Witch is is a Nexus being. 
I mean, she's like, you know, upper tier beings up there. And they said that um, <clears throat> she can beat her. She did in one of the comics beat um, Dr. Strange as okay. well. Okay. So I guess Dr. Strange walked away thinking that he beat her, but she basically like made him think that he won. So she's not bad, but when her dark child form like takes over, like I said, she's like undefeatable. Like she's okay. like ridiculous. <clears throat> but um, so for our last and our most beloved mutant. Let's talk about it. Would you like to do the honors? Let's okay. Our girl. Our girl Rogue. We got to talk about her. because Rogue. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anna Paquin, also. Amazing actor. Actress. Sorry. She is. She's a she female. She's, she's amazing. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she is. So, in the movies, they just portray her as kind of whiny. Honestly, let's talk about it. That like, like she's whiny. whiny. She's constantly whining about how she doesn't want to have her powers or whatever. But that girl is so powerful. She is, yes, the most slept on X-Men because she yep. can not only like so in the movies, you see that she like kisses Iceman and then she like has a little little smoke, right? The little ice. And then you're like, OK, cool. And then they kind of like start making out, and then you're like, "Oh shit!" Like she's killing this man, and girl, stop. <laughs> so, um, so like, right? So you're like, "Oh no, she's gonna kill him!" So then, like, they like kind of just like cool off, whatever. But so in the comics, like, she is able to actually like hold those abilities and then reuse them. Yeah, yeah. So Jen, what what did you find out about Rogue? So the um you know when her her powers like first manifested, which they did show that in the uh first X-Men movie that she uh was in. It showed right. her kissing that boy Cody. And she yeah. eventually ran away. But what was different in the movies versus the comic is that Mystique actually found her. And she was part of the um <clears throat> the Brotherhood for oh, a while. Oh, okay. I know, right? So, I know this. <laughs> so Mystique was kind of like her mom, but the problem was is that Mystique like exploited her too and her abilities. I read so, that that Mystique actually was like her foster mom. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, Mystique loved her, but again, like definitely used her. Right. She definitely, yeah, she's she's one of those moms, you know. So <clears throat> her first was doing anything she could for Magneto. Oh, we all know. There's <laughs> Something about Magneto that we will leave unsaid. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Some things are left unspoken. Yes. Interesting. So that her very first mission, she encounters Miss uh, Miss Marvel. So <clears throat> I actually watched an episode of one of the X Men uh, animated, and um, Mystique's telling her to touch Miss Marvel. So you know you you see. Um, <clears throat> rogue like grab onto her and Mystique's like don't let go don't let go and she's like mom oh, no. this feels wrong I shouldn't do this Jen okay what, oh, what? you got frozen sorry um, go ahead <laughs> yes if you Please. can like recap a little bit <laughs> so, so um so she's Mystique's telling her like grab onto Miss Marvel because I think 
obviously Mystique knows who that is. So Rogue's like hanging on to her and she's telling her like, hey, this this like feels wrong. I shouldn't do this. She's like, don't let go. And so after it happens, like Miss Marvel's like knocked unconscious, which at this point Rogue still doesn't know who that is. Okay. <clears throat> she absorbed all of her abilities. And this starts the ongoing problem that, that Rogue has is that when she <clears throat> absorbs people or their abilities, she has like their memories too. Mm-hmm. Um, which and we saw time. that with with uh, Logan, right? Yeah. That she got to see like his backstory and she was like freaking out. Yeah. So yes, continue. So she eventually leaves the brotherhood and Professor X comes to help her. And <clears throat> along the lines, she um, Professor X finds out that her powers never really went past this certain, like, uh, I kind of took it as, like, this baby stage, like, their initial stage, because it almost seemed like she kept, like, compartmentalizing, and they never really fully developed or fully, like, functioned properly. Right. So she was actually able to, like, kind of, like, take these walls down. And <clears throat> through her adventures, she um, comes across, like, like, a telepathic alien that ends up helping her, like, kind of, like, helping her deal with like the, the memories that are constantly in her head. And um, there's a um, <clears throat> character called Sage who their special ability was to like jumpstart like other mutant powers. Mm-hmm. And um, when Rogue touched her, it, it gave her powers like this, like boost, if you will. Okay. So she got to the point where she's actually able to like control her absorption. I think I was telling you about it where she can actually like absorb somebody's power from a distance instead of like actually being like having to touch them. Yeah. Which was ultimately why like I wanted to save her for last. I'm like, dang man, that's like some some character growth right there. I'm like, that's That's wild. I love character growth. That is like my ultimate favorite thing is character growth. Yeah. Cause like you you she goes from like suffering from her power. I mean, yeah, using it a little bit, but almost suffering, like not being able to like touch somebody until like they're like almost dying. almost dead yep. yeah <laughs> sorry can you imagine like being in the subway I'm like, oh, sorry oh shit yeah. <laughs> i didn't mean to touch you i'm sorry i didn't mean to touch you i'm sorry but and then she gets to that point where you know she can use other people's abilities and she's able to call back like m- multiple people's abilities right in the end i mean that's that's as far as i got and like um my uh reading but yeah, she's able to like call them back and use them. So she can you can you imagine like using multiple people's abilities at once? No, I can't. I mean, just, but how just, cool would that be? Like you can yeah. literally you have like so many abilities to like choose from. You're like, oh man, what am I gonna use today? Like I know. <laughs> it's a little hot outside. Like use Iceman's ability, you know. <laughs> like I don't really like want to get up and grab my phone, just like use Jane Gray. It's like come here, phone like endless possibilities yeah it's the same yeah absolutely all right is there anything else you want anybody else that you want to talk about um no i think that this is great and i think that this is a great starter for us to uh have our little uh chat going and see how uh everything's going and i think it's announcements time i think it's time to go ahead and talk about our shout outs and, and just kind of close it off so we can get to uh the the nerds and their their birthday bash because that's cool. what we're really here for. 
Um, so just a quick announcement, May 6th and 7th is a free comic book day. So go out and support your local comic book store. Get yourself some, you know, the comics that we were talking about today and, you know, learn you something. You know, I'm yeah. like, right? some graphic free. novels and, you know, know, there's something out there for everybody. Yeah, try something new, you know, I'm definitely. Um, I want to give a special shout out. Um to my husband because he's such a supporter. I adore him. I actually um, wouldn't be on Facebook anymore if it wasn't for him. Oh, um, I know. I want to give a shout out to uh, Willie and Kaylee because um, they've been really supportive with us. And, and that's actually how we met. Like the smoke was how we met, which is wild. We've never actually met in person. <laughs> I know, but, like, for them. like, yeah, I would have never I've met you if they hadn't created the smoke book page like I, I wouldn't even like be on Facebook right now and I can't tell you how many times I've told them that so you know I wouldn't be here yeah um, thank you Jeff uh, for being such a awesome producer Deontay thanks for setting up this room for us and all the guys over there at SNN we appreciate you yeah it's been like super awesome to be kind of just somebody that's been off in the distance and then all of a sudden Jen comes over and is like hey man Let's make a podcast. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, absolutely. I would love to do that. Would not even have thought or even done anything. SNN has gotten me into the Twitch realm where now I'm like streaming and it's just been such an eye-opening experience. So thank you for all of you that really like helped us get to where we are mm -hmm. right now. Like this is just amazing different time zones and everything <laughs> yeah i know that's a always interesting working with the time zones huh yes <laughs> all right everybody so thank you so much for tuning in and supporting us and um we'll be in touch and let you guys know what else we come up with okay because next all time right. i'm pretty sure we're gonna do some x-men villains right because we did heroes yeah. this time <laughs> so Let's uh, go ahead and start, you guys, start thinking about some of your X-Men villains, your top villains. You know, we kind of a little bit touched on Magneto. So, you know, maybe something's coming there. Maybe. We'll see. We got to talk about Magneto. You know we have to. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Hope you guys have a good night. All right. All right. See y'all. Good night. Yo. Good night.